0: Episode 114 Dharma Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. It's time we head back to Texas. What do you say? With model, actor, singer-songwriter, guitarist, her latest single release, He Only Loves Me on the Dance Floor, it reached number 1 on the National Country AMFM charts. Now, how about a warm dharmic Evolution welcome for Battle in Victoria? Have you heard the news? There is a brand new musical act out on the airwaves called Mercy. This is something that you have never heard before. It's spiritual. It's the truth unleashed. With scripture delivered by Christine Mercy, along with drums, guitars, pianos, violins, and vocals from singer-songwriter James Kevin O'Connor. Yes, a little bit of heaven on earth and just in time. Behold. The brand new single from the forthcoming album, I Am Victorious. Yes, Jesus came, he saw, he taught, he preached, he healed, he suffered unimaginable torture and not only defeated the evils of Satan, but he won the entire war for the entire world. And as he stated in the song, I'm going home, back to the throne, victorious, it's glorious. I've many rooms in my father's house for all of us. It's glorious. Learn to trust in his name. I Am Victorious, the new single, is out now and available on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. Recorded just weeks ago on Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee, Download the single I Am Victorious right now on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby and keep your eyes open for the full album release coming soon. Featuring Come, Bless You, Amen, I'm Afraid, It is Finished and yes, the title track, I Am Victorious, available right now. Go to iTunes, CD Baby, or Amazon and download your copy of I Am Victorious today. And keep your eyes and ears open for the new band, Mercy, coming to a venue near you soon. This message is sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. On the Dharmic Evolution today, I am really happy, finally, to have Madeline Victoria on the show. Madeline, we finally connected, hooked up. It took us a while, but here we are. Welcome to Dharmic Evolution.
1: Yes, thank you, thank you. I'm so excited that we finally, you know, connected as well. <laughs>
0: yeah. So you're you're in the deep south of Texas right now?
1: Yes, I am. Actually, I'm a little bit further north uh than my hometown, which is a lot uh further south, but yes, yeah, still still South Texas. So yeah.
0: Which town are you in?
1: I'm living right now in San Antonio, so San Antonio. It's, it's, yeah, about four hours away from my hometown San Benito, but uh, yeah, I love it up here.
0: You are with the Sands for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so tell us, tell us about the start for Madeline. How did it all get kicked off for you in your career that is blossoming right now? And I see all the things before we get into all the great stuff you're doing. Tell us some um, about the beginning for you, Madeline. How did you get connected to music? How did it start for you?
1: Yes, of course. I, uh, very young, very young age. I'm sure you know if anybody's read my bio or you have um it's it's been around my life for the longest time ever since i was born actually um i was being in the operation room um while i was being born the doctor had country music playing so i guess you know right into the world right when i came into the world it was just right on country music and my family is real uh music oriented and really musically inclined so i've always been surrounded by it and my first performance uh, public was when I was five years old and, uh, my older cousin, um, you know, they all noticed, they all sing, they all, you know, have some sort of talent in music, but for some reason they always say there was something just a little different about me. I I wasn't hesitant about, you know, singing in front of people. And I just thought, you know, everyone does it. So why not me? You know, so, you know, just only a five-year-old little mind would think. And, uh, they asked me to sing for, for this, um, Christmas pageant going on at, at the high school in my hometown. And, I just, you know, said yes. And up there, I remember being up there and not feeling nervous at all. And, and just loving it, you know, and it's just been something natural for me ever since then. I continue to sing at different little talent shows. And my mom helped me a lot with, you know, uh, with the singing part, as far as learning songs and, and encouraging me a lot. And my dad always there supporting and making sure driving me everywhere, taking me everywhere. And, I learned the national anthem at a very young age. So I started singing that everywhere. And that's one of my favorite things to do as well. And, you know, the least I can do to pay tribute to this awesome country and, and, you know, singing our national anthem everywhere.
2: Wow. One thing I'll
1: never, you know, never charge for, never do that. You know, that's something that I have to, you know, keep doing and songwriting, you know, after that. And got my band together when I was in high school. And it's just, uh, it's just been nonstop ever since. I, you know, I've I've loved it and I knew I was going to be doing this, you know for all my life music involves you know some in one way or in another in my life and, and and i love it so much obviously and I'm well so this is for everything
0: you're the first who's ever taken us back to like even before your birth and i'm sure the doctor said to your mom hold on and this is <laughs> madeline victoria Tell us about that track, Miley. And hold on, what's that all about?
1: Definitely. Yeah, I was actually living in Dallas, Texas when I wrote that one. I had moved up there with my my best friend and um you know, just checking out the the different venues there playing shows around there and uh also recording that one. So, uh, it's really funny. Um that one was written while I moved when I moved to Dallas and I was also recording in Fort Worth, which is about 45 minutes away from Dallas but I needed an extra track and I had already started this one and I quickly finished it while I was there and uh recorded it. And it was just, I don't know. It just came to me like, you know, sometimes it, it takes me, a, you know, a while and I have to sit down maybe even a year or two to finally finish a song. And sometimes it takes, you know, five to 10 minutes up to an hour to like, you know, really, and it just starts to flow. And this one was just flowing. And the idea really came from, I've, you know, relationships that um, really that I've never really had, you know, I'm, I'm obviously uh, not married and, and still single. And, and this is just a song I wrote, you know, in, in hopes to find the one one day. And, and when I do, you know, I'm going to hold on and, and never let go. And, you know, I always dedicated to those who who have that and, you know, just blessed to have that kind of relationship. And uh, it's just uh, something, you know, that's that that means a lot to me. And I, And I hope a lot of people I know, I know, I'm sure a lot of people relate to it. And they've been telling me, you know, since they've been hearing this track and, and this song of mine and they, you know, really enjoy it. And they also like to do a little uh, dancing to it too, you know, uh, something that I, I look forward to whenever I write a song. If if someone can dance to it and it's a tune that they, they like and feel the beat and, and, you know, they can do a Texas two-step to it. You'd be surprised, us Texans. You know, we we dance to everything. <laughs> well, yeah. You but, know, when
0: you're when I'm listening to your music, it so reminds me of Texas with that great fiddle going on there, and yeah. just the vibe and the feel of it. You know, it's just very, very. Um, it's very uh, alluring, and it's like, yeah, come on, man, get, get your bale of hay and sit down, or jump up and have your boots on and let's go, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. exactly.
1: So I always I always have to have that something in there like that.
0: Yeah, it's cool. Hey, also want to ask you about your modeling career. So, um, you know, you competed in the Modeling Association of America International Comp- Competition and Convention in New York. Tell us about that. How did you um? How did you get into that?
1: Yeah, definitely. I was um I was about fifteen years old when I first uh was looking. You know, the different talent searches were going on, and one came down to South Texas. From Dallas, an agency from Dallas, and also associated with Barbizon School of Modeling and Acting at the time, and now it's called Barbazon School of Talent. Um, just because there's just so many, so many young people coming in with so many different kinds of talent, including singing. And at the time, it was me as well. I had singing as first and foremost my, you know, my number one. Um, I guess you can say talent. Uh, you know what I what I do mainly and the modeling came along with it uh as far as being a part of the agency and also the acting. Uh but you know I would I would consider acting more of a love to me than than you know the modeling as well. But you know modeling it was fun and uh so anyway I was picked up by this this agency in Dallas. I did a lot of about a year of training with them uh and, and different you know coaching and different aspects of that you know career of modeling and acting and they helped me a little bit with my singing as well, as far as, you know, performance and on stage and, and whatnot. So, and then a year, you know, passes by and there's this big competition in New York and, uh, we all go together as an agency. My mom came along as well. And, um, of course, and one of my friends also from South Texas was picked up by this, this age agency. So I was super excited to have her come along and, uh, we competed out there. I received third runner up in soap opera competition, which is, um, out of a lot of, you know, girls and guys, I I believe it was third runner up would be a fourth place. Um, as far as the acting goes and in the soap opera division. And also I receive a little bit of awards in photo posing, which is, you know, sort of the modeling kind of deal. And then I actually won the, the whole singing competition up there in New York, which was, which was really cool, you know, to have, to go out there, be from a, I'm from a small, small town in South Texas and, you know, for the first time being New York and and winning a competition out there, uh, singing country music in the middle of a big old city, uh, was really 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 neat. And, and you
0: chose um, um, you chose a real fine place to start, right, with Sarah, Sarah Evans' track.
1: Yes, that, yes. What a
0: great song to pick! That was awesome.
1: Oh yes, it was. It was just so amazing to sing it out there, and it was such a great time. And and I had callbacks from some, you know, other agencies out there in New York, but I, I, you know, I, at the time I wanted to come home and, you know, do my thing here in Texas still. And it was, it was nice to be, you know, have those callbacks and stuff. And, and, uh, but that, that would have been a whole nother career, you know, at the start of being 16 years old. And, um, I'm I'm glad for my decision and came back to Texas and doing what I love the most and being around, you know, my family here in Texas. But, you know, that was a really good time. I really enjoyed it.
0: Did you feel that the, um, the acting experience, um, you know, had some bleed through effect in your, in your singing and writing performance? I mean, did that like kind of help you as far as being a a musical artist?
1: Yes. Yes, it did. I, I definitely use that as a tool in, in everything that I, I do as far as being on stage and performing and any interviews, any, anytime you're on a camera or. You know, all of that training helps so much. And, and I, you know, I love it anyway. You know, first of all, you got to really love it and, and really love being in front of the camera. And, and, uh, it, you know, the way I see it, I just, you know, meeting new friends and being out there and getting, and getting to know everyone in the world. And that's how I, I look at it. And, you know, um, and it's just a really great thing. And, and soon after that, I, I was, I was actually trained even more in acting and also to, to, uh, to instruct other people in, in order how to act and whatnot. So for a long, about two, three years, I was uh, an acting instructor for this, uh, for this agency in Dallas. And then I I branched off and was hired off of other conventions that happened around the nation. And I would also help and coach others as well for that. So that was a really cool experience um, as well, teaching others how to act and how to model and even in the performance side of singing. And that really helps me as well. Because once you're teaching other people, you know, you learn from them too. And you feed off of that as well. And you know, it, it, it was just a great experience and great thing that uh, I can always also, you know, do and go back to and and would love to be involved in. And, you know, one day I also, I want to actually have, you know, once my, my singing platform is done and, you know, I've I've done that, I would love to get into acting. You know, I know a lot of other, a lot of people, even Jewel, the singer Jewel does that. Um, let's see, Tim McGraw does it, you know, the acting side. And it's, it's a really cool thing that I so, would love to get involved so, in.
0: So, so far we've got you as a a singer, songwriter, you're an actor, uh, and you're a coach. Wow. And we're just (laughs) at the beginning of the interview. (laughs) We're going to need a couple of hours. I think we're going to have to have a repeat for Madeline here. (laughs) So, so tell me about, um, you know, your guitar playing because you're, uh, you're also a guitarist and, um, uh, how did you start with guitar playing? Did you start that also early?
1: Yes, I did. I was, in middle school, when I started to uh, pick up the guitar, a lot of different friends would help me, you know, learn other other band members and, you know, being involved in choir. And you know, I know the band, um, you know, kids in the band as well, so they helped me. But when I really got into it, I was deciding whether I was going to stay in choir or not when I went when I went into high school because I was so involved in so many different things and I was already singing everywhere. And for some reason, I was kind of contemplating whether I should, you know, stay in choir or not. And the choir director heard at the high school, heard about that. So he reached out to me and he said, you know, you you cannot forget about choir. If this is what you're going to be doing, we're going to help you with the fundamentals of music. And, you know, and I thought, you know, what, that's right. And he said, and you know what? Also, if you stay in choir, I'll help you learn guitar because I know that you're also trying to learn guitar and whatnot. And so. And I said, of course. So ever since then, Mr. Lita, his name Mr. Ted Lita has been a big influence uh, in my in my music and has always been so encouraging to me in my career. So I give thanks that he you know, reached out to me and, and helped me along the way. And he he taught me my first chords and, and uh, really got me into the rhythm, you know, part of the guitar, of course. And then from there, I, I branched off into I was about 17 years old. I started getting into the mariachi style of guitar, which I also sang. So I learned about, you know, different rhythms and patterns into the the mariachi style of music. And, and it was um, also I want to give thanks to Mr. Mark Balsaldua who was my director and who is not, no longer with us anymore. But, you know, I wanted to give a little shout out to him and a little recognition for him because he's also a big influence in my music. And, and I thank them for helping me honing my, my guitar skills.
0: Right. So who who are um, the people you love to listen to as far as guitar playing as you got more and more into it? Um, any faves that you can share with us?
1: You know, I, I listen to more of the, the singer songwriters and, and the acoustic style of, of all that. You know, I've, you got to love, you know, Bob Dylan. <laughs> right. Uh, Johnny Cash uh, together. They did a lot of good things together. Um, let's see, let's see. Even nowadays I, I I love uh there's there's a band called the Turnpike Troubadours and I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but they're yeah. really big in Texas and Oklahoma. They're from Oklahoma and, and this lead singer. I love his guitar playing. Um Evan Felker, he always does a singer songwriter thing going on in his albums and uh he's a really good rhythm player and uh, you know, I just I love that. He's one of my favorites too.
0: Awesome. You know, um when you first started playing uh, you're, you're an acoustic player, right? Yes. Yeah. So tell me, was it difficult when you first picked it up?
1: Yes, definitely. It was, it was pretty, it was, you had to reach, you know, I see it like a road and there's this big old hump that you just got to get over with, with, with playing, you know, you're just so frustrated. And then that's the way it goes with life in general, but like, you know, specifically playing the guitar, it's just so frustrating for the very, like, you know, the very beginning and then you see that little hump of you just go over it like a real quick little whoop. And then it's like, oh, like, why was I so frustrated before? And then there's and then there'll there'll be like, you know, even once you're progressing and more, you know, uh, skills of, of guitar, like, you know, there's always going to be different, different little frustrating moments. And then you you remember, oh, well, I'm already here. You know, I made it this far. I can I can keep going. You know, I I can see myself and keep going. And that's really how i see everything and thanks to the guitar.
0: <laughs> yeah, it it sounds like a silly question, but you know, I, i've never i've never had anybody respond yet that said, "Oh yeah, it was it was no problem, it was easy. I just I took to it like a duck to water." Oh. Everybody's like, "My hands were killing me. My fingertips were on fire. This was like awful." <laughs> oh, yes. Oh <laughs> you
1: know? yeah, i was told like, you know, the cramps of the finger. And then, you know, and it it just, you know, it'll take it takes time. And and i, I want to say though my brother when he picked up the guitar, he never complained once. I mean, I'm sure he he was frustrated and it was hurting him and stuff, but he took—I don't know. In my opinion, he took to it like a duck in water. I mean, i, I don't know. I, I my brother is one of my favorite guitars personally too. Um, he's my he's my guitarist now. As far as playing in public, see, I, I play guitar for songwriting, and every now and then I'll I'll bust it out for an acoustic show, but for some reason I'm, I'm real hard on myself, and I don't think I'm as good as I should be. So. I, I have my brother who plays guitar with me in public and we're kind of like a duo like that and a little duet like that. And pretty soon, hopefully he'll start singing with me because he has a great voice as well. But he's my little brother, just of three years younger and having him, you know, in my shows, it's just been a really great blessing and he's just such a talent and he's such a great picker. And I, I forgot to mention he's, you know, one of my favorites as That's well. great.
0: What's his name?
1: His name is Albert.
0: Albert, you're awesome brother. What a good brother to have. Hey, let's, I'm going to play this next one. It's called He Only Loves Me on the Dance Floor. And this was uh, your latest single with Star One Records. And, um, you know, I want you to tell us a little bit about the backstory after we listen to this one. Check this one out. Left me on the dance floor. What a great track!
1: Oh, thank you. <laughs> really
0: great, Madeline. Take us into the studio on that one. Who is in this one? Who's producing? Where did you cut this really fine song and fine production? And by the way, your vocals kill!
1: Oh, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it so so much. Yes, I'll I'll begin with the the beginning of this. Um, we we recorded this one first off in Fort Worth, Texas. At uh, it was it was done. You know. They're not a really a studio running anymore, but at the time, um, we did a really—it was really great. Guys, I, I believe um, Doty, Mr. Doty, was in charge of that one, and and we we started off there. But I went to Austin. See, the thing is, I'm, I'm trying to collect my thoughts on that. And we went to Austin to re-record it. So I had a, a reproduction of this, and uh, this was done at the compound studio in Austin. So I, I reproduced it. You know, re, re-recorded some things, got some more studio musicians there in Austin and, and, you know, both great studios, but this one, you know, I really, for my style, I really wanted to get into Austin and for what I wanted and needed, uh, even more. So Mr. Ken Tondre with, with some production, um, Mr. James Hill, uh, he did the sound engineering and, you know, also I did a little bit of producing as well. And My brother is real good on that as well. So we all kind of work together and in, in, in our opinions and put it together and, we had Paul Easton in, in on the electric guitar, this lead uh, guitar in there that you can hear some really good stuff. Roger Ray uh, on steel guitar, and uh, the rest of the guys, you know, were in the Fort Worth area. And and I just um, I'm just so happy that they all came together and put this together. And really, I think they all really felt uh, you know, something in this song that just it just kind of clicked all together. Everything, the production, the music, and that's why you know we decided. To, to release this one as my first single everywhere. And it was just a really great sound that I loved from them. And, you know, and they say, you know, the song He Only Loves Me on the Dance for really came from, you know, the influence of being at all the dance halls all over Texas and wherever I've been and what I see and what, you know, what goes on and different stories that happen. And, and this is one of them, like, you know, same story, but told a different way. You know, you can go out to a dance hall and, dance all night with somebody, and, you know, he never calls you back, you gave him his number, or, you know, you guys have a great time, you hit it off, and, uh, you know, you know, you see him, you keep seeing him there, the dance on, you know, you shouldn't get involved with him, you know, it, it can mean so many different things for so many different people, and, and you know, for me, even I had a a relationship, you know, at the time, and I didn't know that, you know, we loved to go dancing all the t- all the time, you know, we were together, and, you know, now we're not together. So, you know, I say, you know, jokingly, you know, he really did only love me on the dance floor. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> but and, it's just... and also it reached number one on the national country AM FM chart. Wow.
1: Yes. New music weekly. I was so happy with that chart. I mean, you know, with them supporting me and everybody who listened to those specific radio stations to make that chart. And, uh, it was, it was really cool to see my name and being, and having those spins, you know, among other bigger names, of course, and, in Nashville names and, and, you know, other independent artists that are really, really great as well. And, and I just, uh, I'm just so thankful for that. This song really came together all, in all aspects and, and I'm just so thankful and I'm, I'm glad people liked it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Little old Madeline from Texas, giving those Nashville guys a run for the money and ladies, right? yeah Yeah, awesome i mean uh tell me about you and your influences vocally like growing up and and like defining your style like how you got to have the voice and the stylized voice that you have madeline who are you listening to that helped you know form what you are today
1: yeah i'm glad you asked that question it's it's especially since it's specifically about my vocals because i have so many different influences of of you know my aspects of my career and so yeah, vocally, uh, growing up, and it's inter- it's interesting because I I listened to a lot of the the female power singers. I I grew up listening first of all country, yes, Leanne Rimes, you know, someone with such strong vocals, Martina McBride, and also I would get into uh, the other genres. You know, I listened to Alicia Keys a lot growing up. I was um, a little girl listening to Alicia Keys. I love her. I still love her. Uh Christina Aguilera, also, I I love Christina and her vocals. And, and, you know, when I was about, I don't even know the age now, you know, maybe about seven, eight years old when she first released her pop album. And her vocals were just crazy awesome. And I thought the first, you know, she was as far as number one, as, as far as wanting to sound and sing like someone, she was number one for me. I loved her vocals. I love everything she did. I, I used to sing the song, I Turn to You. For different competitions i'd use that one you know to show off my vocals and um just something that i, I strive to be like as strong and and powerful and and i use that fine you know into my into my country music and so um yeah i, I I'm, I'm not sure some people tell me they hear you know a little bit more of the soul and and uh the power that you know that would be and exist they ask me do you sing pop music at all do you sing you know anything other than country, because your vocals can do. And every now and then I, I like to, like, you know, dip into that and show and showcase it in, in different, you know, concerts that I do or different acoustic shows that I do. I'll, I'll showcase a song that'll, you know, show more of my vocals and what I can do with the runs in my voice. And, but yeah, definitely those, uh, Christina Aguilera was definitely number one for me. You, uh,
0: you keep good company. You're like with the divas, you know, the vocal divas, <laughs> really cool. Yeah. And I love the way, um, I love the tonal quality of your voice as well as the um, as well as your chops. I mean, you you got it all together, which re- really really good. I know you're digging the Madeline vibe. Right back to her story after this. Are you a singer songwriter artist or author? Are you in need of a platform for your career? Well, the James O'Connor Agency is in the business of helping you broadcast your global career. If you are needing to expand your presence in a big way, such as having your music and your voice heard around the world in 196 countries, then look no further. We have the platforms here to help you catapult your career like no one else can. Here at the James O'Connor Agency, we can expand your global career by being a featured guest on Dharmic Evolution for singer-songwriters and everyone in the entertainment industry. Or the James O'Connor Show, designed for authors, speakers, and thought leaders. Both shows are international radio, TV shows, and podcasts. Go to the James O'Connor Agency.com and find out what we can do for your global career right now. Um, tell me about writing. Like, what's going on with your writing? How do you get influenced? Like, how do you get inspired? What's I'm your.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, i was I was really young when I first my dad first of all, my mom and my dad listened to a lot of different kinds of music, and um both of my parents love the Eagles. and listening to them growing up uh, really influenced me as far as writing goes. And I remember even hearing an interview from them when I was really young cause I started writing. I was always writing when I was younger, you know, different poems or in school, whatever assignments they gave us. I really took on to writing. so, listening to the Eagles and their music and finding out at a young age from them and my dad really kind of explaining to me what they did as far as writing their own music and their own songs. I thought I want to do that too, you know, and I heard, uh, I don't know if it was Joe Walsh or if it was uh, Glenn, but I believe it was Glenn explaining what, you know, he heard when he was younger as well. They said, you know, if you want to, if you want to really be successful in this industry, you know, first start off writing your own music and singing, singing and showcasing your own music and, You know, they took on to that. And I heard that they took on to that. So I took on to that. And, you know, um, that's what really, you know, sparked it in me. And I thought, you know, I want to be successful in in my music career, too. You know, let me let me write my own music. And it's it's nothing against recording artists at all. You know, I think that's a, a you know, I'm a record. We're all recording artists, but, you know, nothing against either. Also, the song just. Mainly the songwriters as well. I think those are great, you know, jobs and great things that they love to do, and that's strictly what they want to do. That's amazing to me. But you know, for just something for me personally, that's just uh, makes me feel a lot, a lot better <clears throat> as a as an artist to to sing what I feel and sing what I know that I I wrote. And and I also look at other songwriters, um, and their songs, and I want to you know showcase their stuff as well. So it's it's kind of a little bit of everything that I want to do, and um. Also, even now, I mean I listen to Johnny Johnny Cash a lot. Uh, I, li- I have all his all his songs, all his records and um, and when I say records, I have even a few of his vinyl. you know, uh, I have a record player here, and I listen to Johnny Cash you know the old fashioned way. <laughs> all right,
0: you're using a turntable and a power amp and speakers. Oh, I love
1: that. Yes, yes,
0: <laughs> yes, it hasn't died yet. As a matter of fact, it's coming back.
1: Yes, it definitely is. Yeah, just like all that.
0: Just like a wild ride, which we're going to go on right now with Madeline Victoria. It's a wild ride. Great song, by the way.
1: Thank you. Yeah, wild ride for me. You know where that song kind of birthed from was. I was actually going out with my uncle to his deer lease here in Texas, and he was going to check on the feeders there for the deer. And I was with my whole family. We all went out with him, and it was about like one o'clock in the morning, and we're all just having a great time together. You know, just hanging out and eating and drinking and just having a great time. You know, all together.
0: Wait, you you called it a deer lease?
1: a deer lease. Yes. It's a, it's a piece of land, you know, owned by somebody who, who leases out, uh, for hunting.
0: Oh uh, God. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: i have never heard. And so you guys are out at one in the morning, partying, drinking, carrying on, having a great time. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. And so we're all going out there to, the, to the deer lease and my, my mom and, and she was like, man, this is a wild ride. We're going out here. And, and uh, it was really bumpy. And, you know, because, you know, we're off roading out there and getting out to the deer lease. <laughs> so from there, I thought, oh, man, this is going to be a good song. And so I'd always dedicated to my uncle that that took us out there and, and my mom as well for, for, you know, starting off that song. And, and I just uh, got the idea from that. And just just having a good time, you know, basically a wild ride in life. and And, you know, life is a wild ride. And, and I love it, you know, and, and, and it's, uh, a lot of people like to dance to that one too. So it's <laughs>
0: the wild ride. I love that. So let me ask you about the, the event It's so you go deer leasing. Now, were you guys all like sleeping and then got up or you guys were just up late and decided, Hey, let's go. Who cares? It's one o'clock in the morning. It's time to go have fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> We were all up. We're all together actually at my uncle's house already, you know, just, all together and partying and whatnot and having a great time and and then we decided to take off you know he first of all was like y'all want to come out with me and we're like yeah of course we do and let's do it all together because he he forgot you know to either feed the deers or he just like you know since we were all together the time was passing by and he forgot to go earlier or something you know he thought oh man let's just make it all a trip together, you know.
0: <laughs> I you know, I you you just you just created another great song title. He forgot to feed the deer. That would be a perfect story, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you could build all good. kinds of comedy into that one. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Hey, tell me about the uh gig scene, Madeline, where you are in Texas. Um is it is it robust? Is there a lot of places to play? Is it easy to get gigs um and what kind of gigs like You know, paint us the scenario if we come to your neck of the woods. What's it like for for you to get, you know, get work down there?
1: Yeah, well, I just recently, like I said earlier, moved to San Antonio, which is super, super great for, you know, for gigs. And if you go a little bit further north to Austin, that's even better. You know, Austin is the place to be for musicians of all kinds of music. So I'm originally from further, further south, deep south Texas, Rio Grande Valley and music is really big there you know we've got all sorts of different kinds of loves of music and but I feel like you know we're we're, we're growing a lot more uh I, and I hope I can be a part of that growth you know I hope to be helping the music community a lot and you know I want it to be I want more and more people to come out and, and start playing a, around that region you know there's only one country radio station down there and uh you know I took advantage of that and got to know them and you know, they play me all the time there, my, my, my music. And this is an iHeart, you know, iHeart Radio owned, you know, Nashville kind of more of a radio station. And these guys, you know, I'm, I'm just really thankful that I'm, I'm a part of that and they support me in that. And so being a part of that, being involved in the radio, being involved in the different concerts that go down there, uh, we've got a lot of big country concerts and acts that go. So I, being a part of those shows and, uh, is really, really neat too. You know, they book me for those, the venues down there. Um, So it's, it's a little bit, you know, um, this, the Rio Grande Valley are different towns all put together. And so we're kind of uh, far apart from each other. Each, each, not not necessarily far apart, but each town has its own, you know, personality has its own, you know, people going on and, and doing different activities and things. So it's like a whole different world, even, even within the Rio Grande Valley. So I feel like we're becoming a lot more closer and a lot more uh, you know evolved. So if you if you go down there to the Rio Grande Valley, which is deep South Texas, you know I could take you to different towns and different hot spots for music and where we all play. Uh, you know, there's one place in Harlingen that a lot of you know, we're starting the live music scene a lot more and it's called the Tipsy Tavern. And it's a really cool and neat place for you know now becoming live music. Uh, here in San Antonio, uh, there's a lot of great places all over the place, you know, even mark it's called Market Square and there's always live music going on and different bands of country bands, and even the Spanish Spanish uh, music bands called, like, you know, more of the, we call Tejano music. Right. And so that's going on as well, uh, along with the country. And then once you get into the Austin area, I mean, there's just, oh man, it's just so crazy of all the all the gigs you can get and all the all the live music venues that are there and the support that we get. Um, yeah, you know, I was in it.
0: there and uh, I was in Austin in um, in March, a really great town, really had a wonderful time there. A lot of music happening all over the place.
2: Yeah. So oh,
0: San great. Antonio is that more... I got the feeling that, it's, um, that Austin's more of a... Um, it's more eclectic. I felt as far as you know, there's kind of everything. There's rock and there's blues and there's country and there's country western. There seems to be uh, a little bit of everything. Is is um, is San Antonio more steeped in the type of music that you do? Meaning, like it's you know more like swing country, Texas type country. You know, for the lack of a better way to call it, that's what I'm calling it.
1: Oh yeah. Oh oh, definitely. You know, they it's got you know San Antonio's got its own. Style And they're really into the Spanish sort of, you know, I don't know if you remember uh, the the late Tejano singer named Selena.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. This was her. This was her grounds, her stomping grounds. Oh, uh, Antonio, Right. So, you know, they've got a lot of big uh, Tejano influence here, you know, which is, you know, just Texas Spanish, Texas music, in in other words, you know, so that's what they define it as with accordion, you know, a, a beat that people can all dance to all night. And, you know, I have, I kind of have that, infl- you know, some of my songs that I play live, I've, I've got a Tejano influence as well. Right. But, um, you know, that's that's mainly what's going on here in San Antonio. And then after that, it'd be country. And that'd be, you know, the, of course, the more traditional stuff that we have going on here as well. So, yeah, I mean, I really love it. I've, I've, I've gotten to meet uh, Selena's family here, you know, as, as far as their musicians and what they do, her brother and uh, the shows that they have here. And, and they're really great people, even her, her husband. Uh, Chris Bettis, uh, he's a really great, he's actually a rocker, you know, he's actually a lead guitarist, electric player, and uh, he's he's real involved in the music community as well around here, and I'm getting to know them and see them around here, and, um, you know, it's really neat to see all that, and even out the, at the outskirts of San Antonio and all the smaller towns, I love going to this town called St. Hedwig, and there's a bar there owned by Dale Watson, I don't know if you know Dale Watson's music? no. No. Um, he's a really great if you look him up, I mean, he's all over, you know, the Nashville, he's had a few, uh, song chart, uh, topping songs. Uh, and, um, if you just, you gotta look him up, Dale Watson, he's a real, real great guy from, he played out in California, the West coast a lot. And well, anyway, he owns his bar here in St. Hedwig and he plays every Sunday, not every Sunday, excuse me. He has what we called, I don't want to say the real word, but it's chicken S. H I T bingo <laughs> <laughs> And that's what's real big um in this little bar where we have a chicken there and wherever it poops, that's where the winner is and that people go wild for it. And I play also on Sundays there. And those people, you know, I love them so much. So far, you know, I don't want to say that I, I've loved a venue more than another. You know, I love everywhere I perform, I gain fans or not and gain friends. I appreciate it so much, but there's, there's just something special about that environment and the people there that love my music, you know, and they, they come out and they know, they know when I'm going to be performing and they all, you know, they all come out and, and, and support me and they all dance with me all night. And it's just a really great time there at the bar at St. Hedwig. It's called the Big T Roadhouse.
0: Yeah. My, you know, it's so funny. My son was just out there and then he sent me a, um, he sent me a uh a photo on his iPhone that he was in that bar that you just described. <laughs> Whoa, that's
2: So yeah, neat. I'm looking
0: at Dell right now on uh he looks like a definitely uh he definitely looks like a fifties uh rocker or something. You yeah. know, he's got that oh, kinda he yeah, he's got that kind of um what am I trying to say, rockabilly edge to him, you know? Exactly,
1: exactly. Yeah. That's what he play. He plays all sorts of, you know, um it's rockabilly. He loves he's got the traditional, you know, swing. He plays swing. Um, if you and also, if you look up the the Ameripolitan Music Awards, this is their third annual they did this year, I believe. I attended it in Austin, Texas, and that's run by him. Dale Watson, also by Asleep at the wheel lead frontman. man. Um, oh, my goodness. His name slipped my mind asleep of the wheel uh they're all they're all in charge of that uh ray benson ray benson yeah is I love in that band that really yeah, good band. So.
0: hey speaking of good good bands and good music i think it's time to play sand in a bottle by madeline victoria here we go I could just hear you singing this out on a prairie moon, yeah. Everybody getting crazy over this. Tell us about sand in a bottle, Madeline.
1: Oh, definitely. It, um, first, I started writing it off. Uh, dedication. I always dedicated to my parents. I was always I was thinking about my parents when I wrote this and the love they have, and it's just been a you know I believe. Oh man, how many years have they been married now? Like thirty five years. So it's a a really great song as far as they love it. And, and so I dedicated it to them and, and, you know, you, it kind of gets me, um, the feeling of being also, I know you said Prairie and that's really, that's really awesome. Wherever this song takes anybody is awesome. But I I really kind of imagine it always on a beach, you know, or something, something like that kind of relax, relaxing and we're, we're real close to a beach uh, where I'm from. It's called a, uh, an Island called South Padre Island. Uh, so it's a really fun place to be and really relaxing. So, I always imagined myself there. And I actually wrote this, uh, when I wrote this song, I was playing it at, an, at a gig on the on the island. I was at a gig on the island and that's also a really great place to have gigs and, and whatnot. A lot of people go out there to, for live music. But anyway, and this one um, um, lady came up to me and asked me to sing this song at her wedding and it was going to be a beach wedding. And when I wrote, and when I was singing it there for her wedding and you know the day finally came, I uh, there's a line in my song that, it's, that I say that, that we are uh, like the sand swirling in a, in a paisley tapestry. And, and, you know, I, this one tradition I didn't know that happens at beach weddings where you take two different colors of sand and you put it together and sw- it swirls in a tapestry, like, you know, in, a, in another little um, bottle. So see, I wrote this, not knowing that that was one tradition that you do at a wedding. So this song kind of also veers off into newlyweds and then, you know, going off and, and living together, you know, forever. And I say, you know, flowing, going on the golden shores, you know, golden shores, meaning into your golden years of your lives. And so, yeah, I really think it's a real good love song and a lot of people like it. And it it just, you know, blossomed into something else that I thought it wouldn't. and, And it just really, you know, starts to flow that way. And I'm, I'm glad a lot of people enjoy this one too. They say they can, you know, turn it up and cruise down the road and just feel real good. Just, you know, cruising in their car and, Yeah. Great song. I really,
0: really enjoyed that. That was awesome. Um, tell me about social media and what are you doing with your career on social media? What favorite platforms do you use? Uh, you know, any, any platform working better than another, or what are your favorites in general?
1: Oh, I think Facebook, first of all, is really, really good. I still have my personal Facebook up. Um, I've got about five thousand friends the limit on there, so I'm always posting on there my music, but also of course my my page, my like page. So if I do get that overflow of friends on my personal page, everyone can go to my music page. Of course, first and foremost, I think we're about to hit six thousand likes, which is really cool, and uh, people can just um, you know follow me there. And I'm always posting my shows on there, always posting you know different interviews and where people can find me on other social media platforms, which is, um, Instagram and let's see Twitter. I'm always retweeting anybody that tweets me. I always retweet or, you know, respond. I'm always on there. And, um, and I plan to, you know, always continue to do that. You know, of course I want my career to get bigger and bigger. And as my career gets bigger and bigger, I always want to be the one, um, you know, involved in all that. Cause you know, it's just something I feel it's a part of my job, a part of what I'm supposed to be doing as a, as a, as an artist and as an independent artist, you know, it's just something that I've, I've learned to love is to be on social media. So I hope everyone, you know, goes on there and finds me and, likes my page and and follows me on twitter and i'll follow back and it'll be it'll be a great time on social media
0: (laughs) great great we will put all the links that you have uh in the show notes of course as always and um we've come to the end of the road already madeline this went so fast and um i just want to thank you for stopping by the dharmic evolution today and sharing all your stories and your music i think you got a great sound and um You know, I really just want to wish you all the success. But before we go away, give us the best place that people can go, support you, like your stuff, purchase your music. Where is the best site? Your website, is it?
1: Yes, my website. Everyone can go there, madelinevictoriamusic.com. And I've got everything from there as far as, you know, of course, the social media, uh, the music video you can watch on there, my show dates. And also, guys, <clears throat> I'd appreciate any, you know, downloads of my music, which is iTunes, Amazon, a purchase of that, you know, 99 cent song would be amazing to me. I'd really, really appreciate it, guys. And and uh, it, it just means a lot. And if you guys are also streamers, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Y'all can you all can stream me off of Spotify and I'm also on there. So thank you guys so much. And, and thank you so much, James, for having me on here. It's been it's been a blast.
0: It's been awesome. Listen, thanks again, Madeline, for being part of the Dharmic Evolution. And raise your price. Go to a dollar.
1: Yes.
2: Yes. (laughs) This
0: 99 cent thing has to go. We got to get over the dollar threshold. So I'm going to start advocating for that. Once again, Madeline Victoria, you know how to get to her. Please support her. And Madeline, uh, thank you once again for being a part of the Dharmic Evolution.
3: Oh, and thank you. Do you ever wonder why you were created and what you're here to do? then the geography of the soul will help you to find your true place in this world. The music is so inspirational, including tracks such as I Wanna Be Loved, State of Grace and Ride On. James Kevin O'Connor is an internationally acclaimed singer, songwriter, music producer, entertainment agent TV star and a loving father who leads you to find your true place and calms your mind and soul in breathtaking ways. Buy Geography of the Soul today by James Kevin O'Connor at iTunes, CD Baby, Amazon, James Geography of the Soul, the beautiful CD that you need to own today by James Kevin O'Connor.
0: Sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. Hold on. He only loves me on the dance floor. Wild ride. Sand in a bottle. The music of Madeline Victoria. You can check out Madeline on the Dharmic Evolution website. Now in 57 countries and growing strong, and we're very close to launching our very own radio TV satellite network that will put this show into 198 countries very soon. Yes, it's all happening via the James O'Connor Agency, an international talent agency designed to broadcast your global career stay tuned for all the details you can now visit the site to find out all about the exciting work we're doing around the world go to the james O'Connor or dharmicevolution.com and check out your show and blog profile right now if you've been on this show you are on the site and people from 57 countries are logging in to see you Yes, that's it for me today. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and now international talent agent. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. Ride on, ride don't, will want
4: you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mysteries. Right on, right on Maybe, baby, you and I can find the key Right on, right on We can unlock each other's destiny I taste the breeze of freedom It's tangled